morning good evening good afternoon welcome back to another episode of a safe space for men i'm your host as usual before we get started please remember to rate review like subscribe and download to the podcast and today i got back uh anthony rockymore well and we gonna call him ant money first of um, all the e in rockmore is silent i'm sorry it's rockmore i'm sorry <laughs> anthony rockmore oh my good friend uh if y'all notice i've been i've been um on and off on his podcast the last couple weeks uh, but yeah, we got him back today. Y'all liked the last episode that he was on, so we back to talk, you know, talk some more shit today, and um, and get into it. So welcome back again. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I definitely had fun that last episode. I also just want to say I appreciate you, uh, being one of my co-hosts for my podcast, and I mean it's just a pleasure to return a favorite. Yeah, this is my guy. He um, his last episode was a really uh, it was in I'm gonna say it was intense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it was on a you know talking about sex and you know just a lot of like adult adult talk. Yeah. Um, and I I hope and pray to God my kids didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but as usual, as I asked everybody before we get started, how's your mental health, man? Man, I would say that this last week has been one of the. Honestly, I'm ready for 2023 to be over. <laughs> 2023 has been hands down the weirdest year of my life. Okay. Um. I, I would say, like, hands down, 2020 was the worst year of my life. Yeah. And this year, I say that this year has been weird and not the worst because it's just been a bunch of just weird occurrences okay. throughout the year. But this past week, for it to be the last full week of 2023, just as weird as it came in, it it uh is leaving. Uh, shout out to my daughter, CC. Get well soon. Uh, my daughter was in the hospital. Well, is in the hospital. Um, also, I got a job where I've been chasing this for like legit since 2015. Okay. <laughs> and uh, finally came came to me about a month ago. So, it's, new it's job, a, new money. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I I I would never say. Because I did this in 2020. I was like, man, this is going to be our year. I regretted that. So I'll just say going forward, you know what? I'm looking forward to what next year brings for me. I got stories in my button. So for the new job, yeah. 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 Applause. Okay. I realized last episode, I don't be using them. But, okay. um, but yeah, for the new job, you know, it's always good. Again, new jobs is always, especially if it's something that you want to do. And uh, I mean, obviously the money is important. But, um, well... Yeah, it's important. It's it's a factor, but like doing something that you're gonna like and love, and yeah. you can you know like it'll bring you like some quality of life. That's also important. So definitely, like congratulations to you, man. Appreciate, um, it, appreciate it. And from a little bit you were sharing with me about it before we started, it sounded like that shit gonna be exciting. Man, it, it's crazy to like the very odd part about it is that I had this job. Uh, I had this job about. Five years ago, I want to say, damn, yeah, about five years ago, and um, I'm coming back to this job, and I'm doing it 
and making double what I was <laughs> doing. Like legit double. This Gucci sneaks for everybody. Say <laughs> 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 <Sign up>. no. <laughs> but nah, man. Uh life is life is always gonna be life and but is I look forward to seeing what next year has for me. And definitely, you know, prayers and uh, get energy for CC. Um, I know that's your baby. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like every time I ain't never had a conversation with you where you didn't talk about her. <laughs> so uh, you know, speedy recovery. Uh, yeah, and definitely, she'll, definitely. She'll be back to her normal self soon enough, man. Definitely. Um, how was your holiday? Yo, uh, holidays. I'll say that I've been enjoying them more recently since I stopped working retail. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that'll do it. The holidays. Uh, I've really I've gotten to the point I'm not really that big of a gift giver but this year I decided that I wasn't doing gift certificates like I would normally do right. so like uh, my dad he's he's a grill master okay I mean my dad in his backyard probably easily has like a thousand dollars worth of like Dang. grill stuff like and it just buys attachments and just keeps going so I got I was just like uh, I decided a week before Christmas, you know what? I'm not doing gift certificates this year. Okay. What am I going to do? So I'm like, damn. But my parents are the, like impulsive shoppers. So right. it's like, what do I get them? So I saw an Omaha Steaks commercial. And I was like, you know what? Got it. Bam. Okay. Did that for him. And for my mom, I was just like, I mean, what do you want? And she asked me for a Pandora bracelet. I mean, a Pandora charm. So I got like a really nice charm. Um, got my daughter's stuff that she asked for. The young lady in my life <laughs> got her got her some stuff. Um, it's just been a it was a it was a good holiday season. My family something that we do that's a little untraditional is um, it's a lot of us. Okay. So buying gifts for everybody gets a little complicated if you're not if you're not financially set. Right. Yeah. So the core group of people that come to my parents' house, I say, is about a good like. 12 family members from both sides. Okay. And um, we do a white elephant every year. So a white elephant is everybody has to buy a gift. So all 12 of us, we buy a gift. Okay. We wrap it. It's a $50 limit. So we put them all in the front and then everybody takes a number. So let's say, Ryan, you first. So you go up there, you look, you grab a gift, you open it, you show everybody. uh, Let's say... It's this glass. All right. So I'm number two. I can take your gift or I can go up there and grab another gift. Mm. So I go up there. I grab a gift. It's this soda. Jordan, she comes up. She's number three. She goes up. You know what, Dad? I want your glass. She takes your glass from you. Now you got to go back and pick another gift. Damn. (laughs) And you can only steal the gift twice. But it's fun because... For one, you never know what you're going to end up with. Right. And honestly, I just like to steal gifts. <laughs> I would be but sick, it, though. If like... it, yo, I, oh, I had one of my cousins. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Pooh, my little cousin Pooh. She legit had a beef with me for a year because she got an Echo Dot. And I was like, nah, I want that joint. Hey, yo. And she couldn't steal it back from me. And oh. nobody else took it. She didn't talk to me for a year. What? And the next Christmas, another one was up there. But I got an Echo Dot in there, so I'm not looking to steal your gift. And after that, we was cool again, but, like, legit not talking to me for a year. But, yeah, I like it because it's it's untraditional. But 
it was fun. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I'm like, somebody, if I like get a Mac, but whatever, it's something that I really wanted, and somebody like, uh-uh. Shout out to, actually, shout out to Aunt Lisa. It's her birthday today, but my Aunt Lisa, she got her gift stolen four times <laughs> on Monday. And nobody threw hands? Yo, <laughs> the last time I stole a gift from her, I was like, man, Aunt Lisa ain't going to be feeling me stealing her gift that last time. <laughs> but it's fun. I like it. That's dope, man. Uh, Christmas Christmas was, uh, as I was saying, I didn't get much sleep. It was just, uh, uh, this the first year, probably in a while, since the, all the kids are small, that I decided to do that. Oh, I'm, a, I'm not going to put nothing under the tree. I'm going to wait. I'm wrapped the gifts to the night before. Never fucking doing that shit again. You ain't um, even had no milk and cookies waiting no, for you while you was no, <laughs> Man, listen, I, 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 needed some, I needed some of this. This is what I needed, <laughs> some bourbon. But, um... But yeah, it was. It, I'm never doing that shit again. I ended up getting like an <laughs> hour learn. and three minutes of sleep. Like it was. <laughs> no, nah, I'm fucking over that. From now on, I'm just gonna wrap the shit as it comes, and right. it'll just be under the tree. But it was a good holiday. That's good. Um, my mom came over. She got to be around the kids and shit. So okay, that was pretty dope, man. Um, what's your plans for the New Year's, man? Or you got any resolutions? Um, honestly, I never make resolutions. Right. I I feel that. When I see an area that I need to improve in or somebody tells me something about myself, I try to make the adjustment and it's never perfect. Okay. But um, I try to improve off of it from there. Um, I will say one thing that I had to kind of take into consideration with my daughter going to the hospital and like just listening to doctors talking stuff like that. I was like, I definitely need to take my health a little bit more serious than what okay. I do. Um, I, I go to the gym. I exercise about a solid four times out the week. Okay. I eat okay. I go to the doctors somewhat. But I was like, you know what? I have to be an example for her as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, going forward, I think I need to start to be a little bit more health conscious and take it a little bit more serious than what I have been. Health is wealth, man. Definitely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm big. I promote the shit out the gym. I tell people all the time. Or just, just eating right and just being active. You know, it can, uh, I, even I've seen it where it, it can change. Like if some, I've seen, well, documentaries of people that have had like cancer and been on like 12 bottles of pills and they've done something as simple as stop eating meat or change something about their diet. And I mean, in like two or three weeks, like they didn't need them pills. Yeah. So like, I'm a firm believer in uh, like, I mean, I knock on wood, I haven't experienced anything serious yet, but right. I'm a firm believer in, I think like the best cure is in what you put in your body. Not For so sure. much in like For sure. these doctors giving you all these pills and shit. For sure. Because um, you can cure a lot of stuff on your own without, you know, Without taking all the fucking pills. All right, so we're going to get into it. Um, We're going to start with the, the Jonathan Majors verdict. Everybody saw it. You know, man. <laughs> my man was, he was, he, I, I, so when I first saw it, the first thing I saw, of course, um, and I've learned to just not jump to assumptions now, uh, but when I first saw it, it popped up, I didn't see the video, but it was saying about how this, it was an article that said, Jonathan Majors tells ex-girlfriend she needs to be like Coretta Scott and like Michelle Obama. And um, I was just like, and I was just sitting there like, kind of like a popcorn, like, ooh, I can't wait to hear this. And then when I heard it, I wasn't like, I felt like I was misled. I felt like what he was telling her was unnecessary. I understood where it was coming from, kind of, sort of. But also, from like from what I read, she came in the house drunk. He had some company over. Okay. No, I didn't know that part of it. Okay. But, like, that's kind of like, that's like, that's like, that's like, say I had a girlfriend. And... 
Um, you know, and she came in the house right now. She was drunk. Like, what? I, why would I give her a speech about? You know how she cared. Like, so he did that in front of people. He did that. I don't think he did it in front of people. I okay. think I think they went in like their own room or whatever like okay. after the company had left, and then he was talking to her about it. And I guess she recorded it or whatever. Had okay. Or cameras. Okay. But um, but he was just saying like, oh, you you know you can't you're embarrassing me. You can't right. care stuff like that. And I would I was just looking at it from like the the mindset of because I'm not sure how old she is, but I'm pretty sure she's younger than us. Okay. And I'm gonna just assume. Let's say she's 29, 30. I'm like, that's kind of what I would be doing at 29:30 if I had that kind of. I, I, well, I'd be broke and I'd do that. So like, coming <laughs> in the house drunk after being with your friends is really not that big of a deal. Okay, to me. I can I can see that, and I mean, people know if you follow me on social media, social oh, man, media, party. I have more. Uh, I've had more than a little of my share of moments out and being a mess at times, but. I could see how somebody would feel some type of way about that. Um, I also don't think it was crazy what he said because what man doesn't want his lady to be that when he said Michelle Obama and and Oprah like who doesn't want their woman to look that elegant? Right, right. No. I get it. I get it. Um, but uh, you can't tell me that Oprah and Michelle Obama haven't had moments where they they got them. But I mean, also is. Parents, they're not doing it out in front of people, right. so you you don't see it. But I mean, I, I didn't think he was wrong for that. I think just from the like, just the standpoint of um, like I'm looking at because I don't know all the factors. Maybe she didn't know they was having come. Maybe she didn't. But I felt yeah, like she was. I feel like she was doing what she was. She was doing what he knew what she was at. He knew she was going out with her girlfriends. He knew she was going out to party. Right. Um, and I, obviously she was safe. She didn't drive. I guess she got dropped off or Uber, whatever. Okay. But like, I think, I think he was just more, I think it was, he was more embarrassed. I think okay. that's what it was. He was embarrassed in front of his friends. He probably had some important people at the house and maybe he didn't tell her. Like, I feel like there was a miscommunication I could, somewhere. I could see that too. You got important, let's just say he got a Marvel producer over there and, oh, she, man. and she come in. And you're looking like, I mean, this is not going to affect you in a decision that we're going to make going forward. But damn, dog, that's how you, that's how your lady at. Right. <laughs> we know who to keep away from the alcohol at the holiday party right. when we close up. No so. facts, all facts. I, um, and then after that, so then there's a video after that. My man, he got his Shakari Richardson on, getting chased by her for. A, <laughs> not you. I know you've been to New York. I've been to New York, and I believe this was New York. I mean, multiple <laughs> New York blocks getting chased in them fucking boots. Um, <laughs> but New York blocks are like yeah. two Broad Street blocks. Yeah. And my definitely. man was running, for, I would say, at least to like seven blocks, maybe six. <laughs> and I still don't know why he was running or why she was chasing him. But um, even after all this, like he was found guilty of. Um, Wait one second. Before but, we see her sit out, I'm going to just say this. Yo, he was running for a really long time. Bro. Yo. The video was like three and a half minutes. So <laughs> when I was watching the video, uh, I was scrolling and something caught my attention and I looked back. I didn't know I was watching the actual video of it happening. <laughs> I thought it was like a spoof. So oh. when I went back and found out that, no, that was the actual footage of him running, I was like, yo, it's no way <laughs> he ran all those long. I really thought it was a spoof at first. Like, yeah, like some cut up shit. <laughs> right. No, my man, it showed him getting out the car, 
um, and then her chase, like, like they had like a little tussle with the car, right? And and then after that, like just getting chased, um, for blocks. So I don't, I don't, so I don't know why he was found. I know what he was found guilty of, but okay, I don't know why. Like to me, again, out looking from the outside in, I'm not right. there. Duh, 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 duh. Um, so I just put it up. He was found guilty of two counts of reckless assault in the third degree, a misdemeanor and harassment in the second degree. Um, he was not found guilty of two counts of intentional assault okay. in the third degree and aggravated harassment. So like, I don't like, I guess, so intentional. So I guess it's direct reckless must be like, you didn't mean it. It's kind of, I guess that's kind of, so I experienced something like that before. Um, okay. where I was in a situation okay. uh, where somebody was coming at me and I had to push him. Right, and that was considered crazy. It was, and it was a woman that was considered, uh, I think, assault. like simple assault. Okay, and even though for hindsight, you are like, right. well, if someone's coming at you with a weapon, I won't get too far into that. But someone's coming at you with a weapon, what am I supposed to do? Right, am I supposed to get stabbed, hit? You know what I mean? So it gets a little weird. The only thing I'll say is what gets tricky with laws and stuff like this is we don't know what the instruction to the jury was and that's the only thing where when people like when he got found guilty i was like damn i want to know what the instruction to the jury of what these charges actually mean Mm. because like for instance uh like i was telling you before we got on camera uh, i was a juror on a rape trial and one of the charges it was basically rape rape kidnap kidnap and in my mind, just hearing kidnap, I was like, he didn't kidnap her. Right. He, he raped her for sure, but right. he didn't kidnap her. But he held her against her will. Based off of the way that kidnap charge read, he did that. Now, there was another, like, weird holding charge. And I was like, nah, he didn't do that. But it depends on the instruction that the jury was given. And that mm. could have led them to the decision they made. Like, maybe the way uh, we don't have complete context so maybe whatever led up to him holding her and throwing her into the car could have been considered a simple assault that's the only place where it gets kind of weird yeah i i just me personally i was just like hot because I, I very much viewed that trial a lot like um or not or similar to the johnny depp one where like when he went to trial all that shit came out and he he, he didn't do anything wrong i'm gonna tell you i can tell you uh living in alexandria okay that trial took place in Alexandria VA. Oh, okay. So I got like really good coverage. Man, the the stuff that she was doing to him. Fucking crazy. I, and uh, insane. I couldn't imagine being in that relationship. Like I've seen a lot of toxic things. Uh, side note, my favorite toxic moment of this week was yesterday. Um, TMI, I know it, but I had to take a shit bad when I left the house. <laughs> my, my daughter at the hospital. I'm on 95, and I'm just praying that I make it. <laughs> so I get off the exit. And, dog, as I'm getting off the exit, I'm looking at this couple on the side of the road fighting. I'm like, fighting on the side of an expressway is top-tier toxic. What's wrong, man? Huh? Uh, yes, we do. All right, give me a second, okay? I got you. You good? Okay. Fighting on the side of the road. So, um, what's so real fast? Cause I again, this is one of the things that like a lot of men don't talk about, and I've experienced this bullshit firsthand. Um, so 
first, don't mind me. I might get a little nasty or angry. <laughs> but women fucking lie. Women lie about shit when you try to leave them. Women lie about shit when they're in the wrong or they get caught doing shit, cheating, okay. whatever. Uh, so, like, the Johnny Depp joint, like, a lot of that shit, it, it didn't surprise me. Because, except for the part, I think the part where she, like, took did something with shit and, like, sh- I'm not going to lie to you, dog. The, the, her being the way she was, attitude-wise, didn't surprise me. But her actions, some of that shit was, like, damn right. Just this, like the shit yeah, incident. That was, there was a spitting incident. Like, there was, like, I'm like, dog, I he's a stronger man than me because yeah. I would have knocked teeth out. Like, yeah. you're not going to treat me like that. And I get it. I mean, everybody built different. I don't have those patience. Right. <laughs> I, my biggest thing, like like I was telling you earlier, now, 10 years ago, I'm 37. So when I say 23, 24-year-old version of me, I'm knocking teeth out. 37, 36-year-old Ryan, I'm afraid of jail. So I um I understand right. that your objective as a woman spitting on me and doing all that shit, you need to get the reaction out of me. And as long as I don't give it to you, if I'm able to walk away and get out of the situation or start recording or have some type of proof. Right. Because, ladies and gentlemen, spitting on somebody is third degree assault. Definitely so assault. you call me whatever, a bitch, punk, snitch, but I would much rather be uh, a person that got spit on and I got my freedom as opposed to a person that got spit on and I beat the shit out of somebody's mom. So, um, and I know it's really hard. That's really hard to walk away from. I've experienced it. I mean, I've, it. I've had an incident in my life where I was... I was spit. I remember on you was telling three me. times. Yeah, I remember you was. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I still kind of want that look back. But yeah. it, I mean, <laughs> it it took a lot. It took a lot to walk away from yeah. that. And honestly, I can understand why somebody wouldn't want to walk away yeah. from that. You, but at the end of the day, uh, as men, and um, it's gonna be cliche. Like I know my strength. I know physically I could win that battle. But I know once you go to the physical, I'm I lost. Nope. I, can, I do not prescribe to that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not prescribe to that. I so I <laughs> I say this and women hate when I say this. I'm an equal opportunist. Hey. I'm an equal opportunist. Don't put your hands on me. For sure. And one I was I'll raised say, that way. I'm gonna tell you one of the best things that my daughter and mother told me one time. Is we were sitting here and we were having a conversation about something that happened. And I was like, yo, Bull took that too far. He didn't have to do that. She said, nope, you cannot tell a person how to react. And mm. I took that with me. Okay. You cannot tell a person how to react. You disrupted my living. <laughs> Not my living, but my, my quality of life. That's what I was looking right. for. You disrupted my quality of life. Don't tell me how I should respond to that. Right. Right. And that's how I feel. I don't prescribe to uh, people saying that no, just because she's a woman. Nah, there's a there's a threshold. It is. Absolutely. You cross that threshold, now you in my territory. Now we're gonna handle it whatever way I see fit. Um, I'm so I was raised that way. I was raised, mind you, I was raised by women. So right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good God. Um, and my grandma, my mom, and they always said, you know, my aunts, everybody, a woman put their hands on you. She got a business with her hands on you. Uh, try to walk away, but if she continues, then you got to defend yourself. And these right. women telling me that. Now, that's me and what I was raised. But me as a person who has taken that advice and then went and seen <laughs> the other side of that, okay, I had to fight for my freedom in court. Um, that's why now I subscribe to 
I'm gonna do what the fuck I can to do to get away and to put the other person in jail. Okay. I gotta go that route because it's I mean, anyone that's had to like that's been arrested for something that you really didn't do. Right. That is not a good feeling. Like, and I don't want to sound like I'm better than nobody, but sitting in a cell with motherfuckers, murderers, and killers and people right. that's really out here doing shit, and like I'm supposed to be clocking in in three hours. Right. Like, that's an uncomfortable feeling. And then to for that to follow you for X amount of years, and you get, it's, it does a lot that comes along with that. So, um, and thankfully okay. now I'm out of that. Right. But I, I, I f- fully understand. Like, yeah, knock, knock that motherfucker out. <laughs> but, like, uh, unless you got OJ lawyer or... <laughs> um, Rest in peace, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, because... Uh, you know, and even the OJ, uh, I won't get in that, but the OJ, the OJ trial, I, I got a completely different view on that. But, um, but yeah, you, I, I would say just shit. do, <laughs> I, I don't think he did. He it. did that shit. I, I think he know who did it. I don't uh, think he did it. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, uh, there was a, uh, well, what do you think happened between like overall between him and his girl? What do you think like the situation is? I th- I think she had the, pre- how they say it, the complexion for oh, the for deflection. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, unfortunately, we just don't really win in these type of situations. I didn't think he was guilty on the level. But like I said, I don't know what the jury saw, what other evidence they saw that we just didn't see. But, I mean, I just, I hate to see it. Because I mean, he was on an upward trend. Bro, he got dropped by Marvel the Dad, same day. He'll never be the same. And I just hate to see. Obviously, she's still walking. So mm-hmm. whatever he did was not grave. But like, you changed the trajectory of his life. Right. And that's the part I don't like about us. I don't feel that whatever took place, it wasn't on a, a major scale. That's how right. I feel. No, it wasn't. It now, wasn't. I mean. The crazy part is I don't think he'll do time for his charges. Yeah, I I hope not. They said it carries. I mean, you know, we said it carries three years, but I, mean, I, don't, I'm, I think I'm he got expect, enough money to get out. I, of yeah, but I I just hate to see it happen to a black man. That right, you were on the upward scale, and then you just off. yeah, like that that role he was gonna have a mark like that. He was he was gonna be set for life. Yeah. Um, you brought up, I didn't have this written down, but I'm glad you said the complexion for deflection. So, uh, before we get to the next topic, some that I've been. I've been talking about with everybody the last couple weeks. I might have mentioned it here. I've been on Twitter about it. Josh Giddy. You know who Josh Giddy, the basketball yeah. player from OKC. Yeah. That, uh, apparently was messing with an underage girl. The family. She was now, 15. Yeah, she was, okay, she was 15. Um, he's not speaking out about it. The family, they try to interview the family. The family, they're not even trying to press charges. Wow. They're not even speaking out about it. My So my issue here is John Morant got suspended. And I'm not saying what he did was right, but he got suspended. Because he had a, a gun on, he had a gun in his hand in a video in Memphis, Tennessee. In Memphis, Tennessee, in the state of Tennessee, you do not need a permit to carry a firearm at right. all. So he didn't break any laws. He didn't go to jail. He didn't do anything. But the NBA suspended him for 25 games. I get they talked to him before. They wanted him to stop that. But my man Josh Giddy is suspected of doing something trifling, somebody underage, and my man is still playing basketball games he's still collecting checks yeah john Morant just came back 
and nobody's talking about it. Like nobody's speaking. You want to know it. what's crazy? I actually forgot about the situation until you just brought it up. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and I actually, I, I talked, I talked about it on my podcast, but I actually forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want us to do. Yeah, man, and it's it's crazy. Um, it's, and I also never really like to prescribe to this, but. I would tell. I remember my dad would tell me when I was younger, like we got to try harder because we black. And no, why do I have to try harder? Why do right. I? Why can't I just do? I'm lazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> why can't I just do good enough? Why do I have to try harder just because I'm black? And it, I mean, it's sad, but it's one of those things where it's kind of the societal norm. I think this is one of the cases, and normally Adam Silver does a really good job of like police and shit. Um, Draymond has been suspended indefinitely. Damn, Draymond is out. still suspended. Yeah, like you, you, like you understand, like you get what right. I'm. And I'm not saying what Draymond did was okay. Draymond right. got suspended because he was doing shit. He what did he choke somebody? What's the last? Thing? Oh yeah, he he sucker punched somebody. He back when him. Yeah, that was definitely a sucker punch. Yeah, yeah. But my man Josh Giddy is still playing. AI got suspended back in the day, 20 years ago, because he wrote a diss track about his coach. He didn't break a law. He didn't anything. He got suspended because he decided to go out and put something on wax. My man is suspected of messing with somebody underage, and he wasn't sent yeah. away from the team with pay or because it would be with pay. I would yeah. be fine with that. But he is still allowed to play basketball. Yeah. He's nah, living his that life. Is nasty and like you just said. Like I think Adam Silver has done a pretty good job. Like I, I don't think you will ever look at somebody like that and say that they're perfect because you're always going to disagree with something. Right. Right. Fuck Roger Goodell. But yeah, uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> But I feel like Adam Silver does a pretty good job, but I this situation is uh this situation is wild. He dropped the fucking ball. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He dropped the ball. It's definitely. It's, I, I don't he dropped the ball. There's no way around it. Uh I feel like I, I'm hope now maybe this could be one of those situations where, you know, I I could be wrong and or the information. I is hope wrong. it's a bigger picture that we just don't understand. Yeah. I also <laughs> Uh, I'm not certain. I probably should have looked it up. I have read somewhere that the, the age of consent, because he's from Australia, the age of consent in Australia is different than it is over here. Those charges are coming from Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then it don't matter. <laughs> I believe, um, I don't, because I was watching two things at the same Virginia? time, so I don't remember if it was Virginia. But I remember they said police in like Virginia Beach were investigating the situation, so oh, I don't yeah, know. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure what happened, but... uh. I think she's. I forget how because these are past allegations. So right. I don't, like I don't now know. Now she like she's like seventeen, eighteen. Right. So I don't know the particulars, but that's still nasty work. And you would be on the sideline until we figured it out. Right. And I, I know he now. I know he's c- compared to us. He's. I think he's like twenty or twenty one. So yeah. if you go back, if you go back, then, still nasty work. Yeah. yeah. If you go back, whatever would make him eighteen. That's still a little weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now if. if I got daughters, keep in mind, but if I don't want this to happen with my kids, but if he was 17 and she's 15 and the parents are not saying nothing, that tells me the parents knew and they they gave I mean, this, I they get, condoned I, it. Right. That's, that's yeah, a little yeah, different. Yeah. But if my man was 20 and she was. No, that's wild. Yeah, that's he got to go to jail. Get, get <laughs> yeah, some that's reasons. wild. All right, so next I got uh, Dr. Umar. He's been, Dr. Umar been going off for the last like two weeks. Uh, He's sure. been coming for everybody. For sure. He, uh, I don't always agree with everything he had to say, Same. but I agree with a lot of shit he got to say. Same. This week he was talking about Kobe and um, his money and 
you know, this I well, I mentioned this on the last episode I had with Talisa and Kayla okay. about how uh we were talking about interracial dating and marriage and how like when we when black people with money decide to marry outside the culture, okay, and their money usually whether it's through divorce or death goes with the other person that they marry. Right. Um even if they get divorced. Tiger Woods Tiger Woods married a white lady, got divorced, he lost four hundred million. Yeah. Uh you know, and that money doesn't come back to the community. But so I'm gonna play it. Uh normally I play it. I hope I jump. Yeah, my joint shit get. A safe space for men. <laughs> I do not own the rights to the audio. see where he coming from and i actually so i always you could date whoever you want right marry whoever you want right but i understand when he's saying like we should be dating and marrying um black women and that's how we keep our wealth and that's how we build up ourselves right because again when you look at hispanics you look at asians you look at white they all asians are heavy with it yeah they don't they they don't uh they just don't do it you know what i mean uh they may date, they may, but they don't marry. Right. You know what I mean? Typically. So right. My cousin Typically. is actually married to Asian, but like you rarely see that. And um I um and I've you know, I've met Asian girls and stuff like that, but you really don't like I I I ain't gonna lie, I, I never expect anything serious to come out of it because I'm like <laughs> like I'm not getting in your surf, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um I get what he's saying, like he died and you know, Vanessa Bryant, she inherited, I think like Whatever, five hundred billion—I mean, million or whatever it is. Right. And um, obviously, his kids gonna get some of that money, but the money doesn't come back to the community. Um, he is right about that. I get it, but I think that's a weird stance okay. because why would you expect it to? I mean, her kids are only half black. Right, right, right. Why the fuck would we expect her to care about black people? Right. I mean, let's let's put let's flip it. Let's say, um, Miss. Eli Musk, I'm mm-hmm. looking for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say we get married. She dies. You think I'm putting that money back in the white community? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I'm gonna take. I, I'm gonna take care of my folks, but I, I don't care about your community. Right. I care about what's personal, personable for me. Right now, I don't. I'm really like honestly. Outside of Vanessa being Kobe's wife, I don't really know much about her. She was the like most, a, I think I know she's, she's a Italian. Girl, she? she I think like she's a, a, I think she's Italian. Yeah, she's Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and then you already she know that she might, they, she might already come from some street money. I mean, <laughs> and you know, Italians, blacks, most minorities, we got our little issues with each other anyway. But Factual. also, I don't. I'm. For one, I find women attractive in every walk. So, I mean, just because I have a thing for 
white women don't mean that I'm okay with everything white. <laughs> right. So we're not going to say that just because she married Kobe, she may not have issues with black people. But also, I mean, I don't know why we expect her to put that money back in the black community. I think that's an unrealistic expectation. So I, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I don't expect to put the money back in the black community. Um, when he was saying like she didn't donate anything to colleges, I understood where he was coming from, but I don't expect to do that. The only the only part that I agree with what he's saying or understand is just saying like when and if you see it you see it with all athletes, all black athletes, not all, but I don't, uh, I don't have the percentages, but I'm pretty sure it's in the upwards of seventy. Okay. They, most of them marry outside of the race, uh, which is also just a weird dynamic because it could be you got to look at. I might get in trouble for this, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna say but, it. It might be a reflection of black women. It could be. Oh, it could be. We can go there. We can go there. Yeah, what what it, makes you think? What makes you say that? Because, uh, so if you look at like basketball players in the '80s, some of like Michael Jordan when he got divorced from his wife, he divorced a black wife. The new generation of ball players are all going with different nationalities or different races. But also the new generation of black women are I don't need a man I don't not all but I don't need a man I don't need a man I got it I can do it da, da, da. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so if if that's your mindset and a lot of them don't want to not all but a, some I'm gonna use okay. the word some gotta be very careful some black women that you that come up in our community and I mean like without money regular communities they're like a regular person like me and you okay they don't they're not domesticated they don't know how to take care of a household. They don't know how um, to let a man lead. They mm. don't. Uh, that's, that's the, and, and and that's that that's probably from lack of being taught by their mom or they didn't have a father house, stuff like that. So some of it is not their fault. However, I can fully see or understand how if you came up in North Philly and you came to some money and or you was getting out the hood, and you run into another nationality, somebody who's willing to do all these things and love you and respect you, and you know, the, like you know what I mean. I'm used to this, and with this, I got to argue every day, or it's going to be drama or whatever's going on. But over here, you give me all the things that I need, and um, you're supportive and all that. And that's not to say that black women are supportive, and there's not black women out there because please don't come to my DMs, but. What I'm saying is, I, I really think some of it could be a reflection of the black woman, like the the everyday black woman. Completely disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I disagree. So what you think it is? I think it's atmosphere. That's why I like Ant here. Ant never agree with me. That's why I like. It. <laughs> I think it's atmosphere. You think it's atmosphere? I think it's atmosphere. Oh. When you think about when you think about uh, damn, man, a, when you think about, I can only use the NBA because I feel like I see it. A, I see couples in the NBA a lot more. Okay. When you think about the predominant NBA players, right, the like the elites, yeah, they all had black women. Okay, LeBron, LeBron, uh, Chris Paul, Carmelo didn't um, have a black woman. Carmelo huh? is Spanish. Uh, she, she considered us. She, she us. All right. She, she, she's from New York. It's somewhere right. in okay. there. Okay. Somewhere right. in there. Um, but also, also atmosphere. Oh. I think it's the atmosphere. So, let's say. Um, now I'll give you Embiid. Embiid went to the college in Kansas. Right. Okay. <laughs> How many black people uh, are? Okay, I think okay, it's okay. atmosphere. So I think people, uh, 
uh, I think Greek Freak. I believe Greek Freak. I think his girl is white. He plays in Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Greece. And he's from I, Greece. Right. I think that we we not looking at atmosphere. Let's say, let's say for instance, I get drafted by the Sixers. Mm-hmm. I only party in Old City. Oh. When am I going to catch them Old City? Yeah. Yeah. Either going to catch. Um, I might catch an uppity black girl, right. but the odds of me catching a white girl down Old City are right. way higher yeah. than me catching right. a black girl. Damn, I didn't think about that. I think it's more atmosphere, and I okay. think that's not that's the thing that people don't don't look into. Like, first of all, I have kind of the you think about like a lower tier player that's making you like twenty years old, and you get like a five million dollar contract. Okay. Five million dollars, you can make five million work. You're not Hell elite yeah. in it, but I can go into, I can go into the club, and make enough noise that people get my, get my attention. Okay. All right, I make five million dollars and I play for the Seventy Sixers. Where am I going in Philly? Mm. I'm not going to the hood at all because I'm going down Old City. I'm. I'm going down Center City. What's security? How many? Uh, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> how many like good black spots do we have down Center City? No, we don't. Not it, many. Yeah. So I go down to whatever. I, when I, I party, I don't. I ain't go, when I party, if I want to have a good time, I go downtown to them spots. I don't honestly, go to. When I want to have fun, I go bar. to the hood. Honestly, yeah, like, I, yeah, I, 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 I honestly go to the hood. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't go to the hood. But I, I go downtown. I want to come back home. <laughs> but <laughs> my, I know I be giving my guardian angel hell. <laughs> but I go downtown. What am I catching down there? White I'm girls. catching white girls. Yeah, white girls. And I think Jesus. that's the part that we don't acknowledge. And mm. I, I get a white girl. I take her home. She throws me something crazy I never had in life. Now I'm hitting her up more you often. Wake I up, want you. It's probably breakfast made. Yo, yo, she done started your laundry. You, I ain't gonna hold you. Who, who, if I wake up and she done started my laundry, uh, she got me. I'm hooked. <laughs> those are my boxes on the edge of the bed folded. I'm not gonna lie, that is some very fucking like psychological shit. I yeah, remember you, I was I'm I was like a I was dealing, I was dealing with a, a young lady and I remember I had like a weird shift where I was working six at night to six in the morning. And I came back home at six in the morning and I had breakfast made in the laundry that I just washed. She had dried it and folded it and like stuck it in my drawers. And I'm like, I'm. How did you know with drawers? Like, yo, right. <laughs> like, and like, I'm not like a particular person, but I like, I like certain things a certain kind of way. Right. And I was like, I mean, you ain't do it the way I would, but damn. <laughs> I love you, girl. I love you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just think that we not taking that into consideration when we had these type of arguments. That You know, and I look at that atmosphere probably, like, shit. Um, I mean, if I look at the people that I have children or people that I've chosen to date, if I was in a different atmosphere, I wouldn't be dealing with this shit. You wouldn't shit. be dealing with it. Right, I wouldn't be dealing with this shit. <laughs> My daughter, mom, I've, I've, I've always been out west mostly i'm from west moved to logan but i've always been mostly centered around west okay my daughter's mom is from 52nd street like (laughs) i think things are more atmosphere than i mean damn let's just say i had a fetish for white girls right but i'm always out west philly 
not down uh not yeah. down like Spring Garden or like uh you, you near like Penn. down Drexel. Not down Drexel. I'm not going down that way, but I'm down fifty second street. I'm not finding none of them down that way. No. No. <laughs> so I think it's more atmosphere than anything. Alright. Um so dating pool right now. I know I know you said you uh you you're in a relationship now, right? Oh, play the site. No, oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. You're seeing somebody but, uh, right now. Yeah, I'm seeing somebody right now. And um, uh, the dating pool. I think I'm it has. Going. I personally think. And shout out to Shakir, because I, I actually got an episode brewing about this. But what I'm about to say actually came directly from her. But I agree with it. The dating pool right now, it has piss in it. Um, I, I feel this is a very conflicted statement. Um, you know what? Uh, shout out to Chocolate Chip and Sip. Her name is Sweet Pea. I, like I don't personally know her, but I love her. I oh, watch so her podcast, and uh, I I like it because she she's very honest about like a lot of things, like certain things dealing with uh the dating pool. She said, "If we all have the same goal, why the fuck is it fucked up?" <laughs> Uh, if if I, we all so, have the same ultimate goal, which is to find happiness, why is it fucked up? So I think it's a lot of things. And if, to be serious, I think uh, part of it is a lot of us aren't healed and don't know it. Uh, Facts. I can agree with that. Completely. Black women, black men, we're always gang warring, beefing with each other. Um, not everyone. I got to keep saying that, but y'all know what I mean. But we're we always like at odds with one another. Uh, and I also think you bring a lot of that previous relationship baggage with you and most of us because I, I sometimes i experienced it or i have experienced it on both sides it happened okay. to me or me doing it you do one or two things that i got tired of in a previous relationship or a relationship before like and i keep seeing it i just did the whole situation instead of trying to work through it i think we don't even at this big age of 36 37 we most of us don't have the patience to like allow someone to all right you know oh ryan you don't like this all right i'm gonna change my ways and vice okay. versa i think now it's just like oh okay one or two things i'm out and that's probably that's absolutely a problem like absolutely a fucking problem all right so i have a little bit of a different perspective okay. on why the dating pool sucks okay i think is damn this is fire i'm here we go I'm mad. I'm mad I did this on your show and not my own. <laughs> <laughs> this the this the part I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a make a thirty second for the. <laughs> I think the dating pool is trash because of evolution. Meaning, look at the past. When you look at the past, um, marriage was like a really big thing until I would say probably about the seventies is when it like kind of started to like first fall off. Okay, the eighties. Not as many people as the 70s and the 60s was okay. getting married. In the 90s, relationships were kind of splitting more so because mm-hmm. uh, you didn't have as many people that... I think in the 90s, you started to see the first boom. Like, boom. like Not like it never happened before, but the first like boom of people having kids and not staying together. Okay. And then I think this is... Where we're at right now is just further splitting because also... Those people in the eighties that in the seventies their parents uh didn't get married. Well, no, in the seventies, those people that got married, they would still get married in the eighties, their kids. In the nineties, 
you started to see uh, couples not stay together or having kids and not necessarily just being it. And so, I think it's just like just splitting further and further, basically. So that's okay. That makes sense. Uh, I, now, so I also think like marriage, I think a lot of people talk about wanting to be married. But I don't think many people know what that shit entails. Like I, you know what I mean? Also, I see marriage as this is my personal feeling, and I got flake about this before. I don't think you should want to be married if you're not religious. Okay. Mm. Because marriage is a bonding agreement with you, that person, and God. If you're not religious, I don't think you should want to get married. Okay. I don't think you should aspire to be married. Okay. Well, now for the the like the bonding portion of it, yeah. But if you don't want to keep that locked up, okay. Give me some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Gabby to make it. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> why you eat the tacos? You want the tacos? Why you eat the tacos? So why you export? Hey, Jordan, I'm telling you now, this is third strike. Just third straight episode. You don't interrupt it. <laughs> Knuckle sandwiches. That's the only thing you about to be eating. Second dog, give me a couple minutes, okay? I'm going to get Gabby to make it, okay? I'm going to ask Gabby. Okay? Yes. Go ahead. I'm going to get Gabby to do it. All right? Yes, Jordan. <laughs> I just, uh, real quick segue. I just want to say your daughter is adorable. She re- she reminds me of my daughter when she was that age. Like Fuck this. these kids. Second dog. <laughs> <laughs> also... <laughs> Jordan has made an appearance on my podcast as well. Yeah, yo, yeah. Uh, it's like I jinxed it. Literally, remember, so the, the, when we recorded that time, I was like, right. remember, she was upstairs the whole time. Right. I was like, yeah, she don't have this rep. Every episode after, every time I was on your show, anything I did, like. It's funny she, because I always see, like, eyes creeping over like this. Like that time, well, I got up. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Go upstairs. Gabby's going to make it, okay? She's going to make it, okay? Now I got to be serious. Go head upstairs, okay? I'm going to tell her, okay? Go ahead upstairs. Take your hands out your mouth. Okay, I got it. I'm going to tell her, okay? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what's up with it today. But, but yeah, I just I just kind of, I kind of feel like this is evolution. Jordan, go upstairs. You can't play that right now. I'm recording, baby. All right, so about the evolution and dating, back to what yeah, you Yeah, I just think that for the one, for one, I think that most of us have had bad, bad stuff happen to us younger in life. When I, when I say younger in life, I mean our younger dating years. Right. So I think that a lot of us are carrying that stuff on and not healing over that, but also I think that's further splintering from... The past generation, where in the nineties, the nineties was a no. You you good? Uh, the nineties was a wild time, and I think uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the nineties is where dating and everything I think really changed in past years. All right. And I think the nineties forever changed things because coming out of the nineties with the two thousands, you don't have as many people getting married and stuff like you that. don't. You and know. I just think the dating pool from where we're at right now to where it started to change in the 80s, what it happened to 
in the nineties is evolution and it's just as is where we're at. You you think you'll ever get married? Um my perception of marriage actually changed recently. Okay. Because um do I want to be married? Yes. But I'm no longer chasing it. Okay. And uh it was funny because my mother made a statement one time, and this is gonna sound fucking wild, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, <laughs> my mother uh my sister out of my siblings is I'm the oldest and I have two younger sisters. My mother said, uh uh she made a comment in a group chat like, Yeah, me and your sister is the only ones married and I was like, Wow, that's crazy because at my age I make more than you and my dad oh, did shit. combined. We just chase different things. Right. I didn't chase a family. Right. I was chasing money and right. stability in a career. Right. Whereas I mean, I appreciate it because it made me who I was, but I just wasn't chasing the same thing you was chasing. Right. And my, I think uh, it kind of switched at 30 where I wanted to be married. And then it just kind of switched again to, like, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not chasing it. If it never happened, I wouldn't be upset. You, I, so, I can't, do you also, going back to what you said about evolution, do you think that's also the times? Because uh, yeah. when our parents... Our parents come from that uh, find someone, build a family with, buy a house, live happily ever after. Our generation is more of, we're more on the side of uh, credit and uh, leaving something for your kids and having something in the bank and um, being able to take care of yourself. Also, where splits is uh, you don't also have to be married as a woman anymore because women have more rights now. Right. So, it's evolution. So yeah. as you, I mean, I think I would say like the seventies is probably where women started to get more of those situations in the eighties. They build themselves right. up in the nineties. You see a bigger boom of women. Quality. Like, yeah, I just think it's evolution. I, um, damn, I should fucking, <laughs> I should make a book out of that because Bro. I think this is a strong yeah. argument. I, I'm about to say you got. I listen. I, I kind of threw that on the spot, but that's a fire argument. Every, should... Everything you came with, like, like you're, you're like, we're, pause, we ain't really agreeing. Pause. Oh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. But your points of view, like, versus what I, because, like, I, I, I literally, I like everything you disagree with. I agree with what you were saying. Like, you're making a lot of fucking sense. Um, like it just you know perspective and looking at it from a totally different scope, but Mary, I don't I don't think well you know I've been married before if you I mean like briefly you can count it right for like thirty days but uh, so I don't I think I kind of think marriage is a little bit overrated okay uh, I believe in relationships I believe okay in building life together but I don't believe in um, I'm not a fan of if it don't work out you take half of my shit or vice versa. Like, you know um, I mean? I'm conflicted about that. I feel like I'm conflicted in a sense of, uh, what's his name? Google. Uh, no, the, the person that the owns. Mom, the... No, no, no. Amazon, Amazon. Jeff Bezos. Bezos. His wife's folks help him build that up. Oh wow! So. At the end of the day, you would not have been able to. Now, you still had the. That's a little different, though. You had the architecture that 
created everything, right. but they had the finance that kind of pushed you to another level. Okay. So when y'all get to the point that y'all going to split, does she deserve hey? Yeah, that's different. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at, so I'm looking at regular, regular me, North Philly. I get, I meet a woman. Okay. And I'm at this age, 37, we get married and it don't work out 10 years from now. And let's say, um, we're not even talking about any real wealth, but let's just say, uh, I come in, let's say I come into the situation with a million dollars, three, four properties. I acquired all this stuff before I met her. We didn't acquire any of this together. We divorced. She wants to take half. Or matter of fact, that was advocate. She comes into the situation with money. It don't work out. If she didn't cheat, or I didn't cheat, if 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 we didn't work out just because like time mm. just ran out, I don't feel like anyone has the right to take half of anybody's shit because you better. Now, if I cheated and I um I didn't fulfill my obligations as a husband or my promises before God, that's different. But if it's just, we just woke up one day and like, you know what, this really don't work anymore. Like, what right do you have to take from anybody Right. something that you didn't, you already didn't have before you met me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have this. I didn't have right. these things before before I met you. You know what I mean? That does, I don't think I don't think that part of it is fair. I don't think it's right. Um, if there's kids involved, obviously you make arrangements for the kids and right. you got to take care of your children. But um, but what if the kids come with me? Do you now owe me alimony? You get what I'm saying? Like I like to play the other side yeah. because you see, you always see the side where the woman. I think it. Like, I, that, I think that it really. I think it's kind of why I Kanye got to pay. Why he got to pay sponsor support? They both billionaires. That's insane. Nah, that's, that's not insane. A, that's not insane. Come on now. Them, them kids don't need... She's getting like six figures a month. Them kids don't need that. That's still his responsibility too, though. Yes, but um, if he, whatever age his kids are, they need the same thing that my six-year-old or my 10-year-old would need. The exact same things. Food, water, a bed to lay Bullshit. Uh, what you mean? Because they, they used to a different lifestyle? They have a different lifestyle. Okay. So also, like... For instance, when you had to take your daughter to an event, right? Uh, you want to take her to one of your cousin's birthday party. Okay. You don't require security and okay. stuff like that. They have a different lifestyle. Okay, okay. So it, I think that's where it differs. But also, that's both of your kids. So right. um, if they're going to be staying there, I feel like you should still have to provide for that. Cause it's y'all live a different lifestyle, so okay. it's a different level of financials that goes with okay. it. Okay, I can see that. I just uh, regular people. I, I yeah, I probably won't get married again. Maybe I, I mean I don't know. Damn, I don't I don't I don't know. Like I just but I, I don't I don't I don't think I, it's for everybody. Yeah, I, I've and um this this could be this could be damage. This could be whatever something from the pet. But I I know what it looks like when you separate from a person and they're like coming for everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and like to be, to be very honest, like we too regular, like to, to be coming for everything. We, and we both have nothing like, right. What, what, <laughs> you you yeah. want my Hanes socks? Like what is going on? So I, I just, that to me is, it's more, uh, it's, it's high, it's a higher risk for a man than it is a woman to get married and for it to not work out. If it works out, then it's beautiful. Like your parents have been married for ever. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. But 
for like in this day and age where it's it, I feel like it's such a tick 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 tick. Well, uh, it depends because it's also like relationships. Yeah, it's how much effort you gonna put into it. Right. If Can't you're not willing choose. to put effort into it, you're not gonna get nothing out of it. Okay. Okay. So, I hope I hope that's fireworks. Um. <laughs> uh, so we got Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Oh uh, man. His little acceptance speech at. He got put, I believe he got put into the, the Golf Hall of Fame. So, he, um, I'm going to pull it up. He was talking about how he experienced racism and, you know, in a clubhouse and he was coming up. And um, we talked about it briefly, so I'm going to play it. Is this it? No, this isn't it. Of course this isn't it. Come on. Oh, come on. God damn it. And none of the buttons working. <laughs> He talked about how he experienced racism and um, early on in the clubhouse, and here we go. Did you hear the one about Tiger Woods calling out golf for being a racist? A safe space well, for men. I was not, not on the right to this video. <laughs> in the clubhouses where all the other juniors were. Color my skin dictated that. As I got older, that drove me even more. So as I was denied access into the clubhouses, that's fine my shoes on here in the parking lot i asked two questions only that was it where was the first tee and what was the course record to be in that room and hear tiger woods tell the truth so um we talked a little bit about it beforehand i told you I, I feel bad for the young tiger woods but tiger woods this day and age i, I don't feel bad uh because of the decisions he's so made what made you adult. feel bad for a young tiger woods so all right when you're 13 or you young, well, he's been playing golf since he was like six. And you're at that age and that's happening to you, even though he had a father that should have probably stepped up and did something. That's where my issue kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of went because I wouldn't allow my child to be susceptible to that. Right. I mean, I mean, we won't talk about it, but you just heard what I said. On a, on right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, listen, something just happened with, um, without giving details, something happened with Aunt Daughter and just know, Tomorrow, somebody going to have hell to pay. I mean, but you saw the way I instantly, right. and there yeah. was no race. In, you're not going to do that to my child. Right, right. And if that's the game y'all want to play, that's it's going to be hell to pay. I'm not subjecting my child to that. That right. was fucking ridiculous. That, I mean, if I know that golf is a, a privileged sport, mm -hmm. I get it. But my child is never, I'm never going to purposely put my child into a position where they're made to feel second. Okay. I mean, now, you know, some some people are more gifted at things than others. Right. But also, I'm just not going to have my child sitting there feeling like they're a second or less of a person. I think that's the way I was trying to say it. I'm not going to let my child feel less than a person. Right. I think, um, like, definitely his dad should have stepped in. Uh, I'm assuming, and that's just assuming that he told his dad what was going on. I would they seem. Like I would hope that he didn't. Yeah. Um, now, if he didn't, if he so now if he didn't tell us that, that I could understand as a kid, because uh, he probably felt like if I tell my dad, maybe he knew it, maybe he had a dad like you, um, God rest his soul, but uh, that was aggressive like that, and he probably figured if I tell my dad, he gonna pull me out. This but program. this is where it doesn't make sense because if you're not being allowed into the clubhouse, oh, the, where they, yeah, where right, are you putting him? Your dad is bringing you, yeah. Your dad is bringing uh, you. If you're not being allowed in, what's going on? That means that he was just okay with it. Yeah, that means he didn't step up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, still, God rest his soul, but that was fucked nah, up. No, fuck that nigga. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that I don't. I don't respect like we had this conversation offline. Tiger Woods was going. That was in the '90s, then, right? Because he not. He's like a little older than us. Uh, no, he's a lot older than us. Yeah, he's closer to where our parents would be. Tiger Woods, ain't he like 46? No, Tiger Woods is over 50. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna look at that. So, uh, you made me lose my train of thought, but yeah, Tiger Woods is definitely like closer to what our parents would be in age. That's crazy. But I just no, I I don't respect the person that doesn't protect their kid and. 48. I thought he was older than me. All right. I mean, he too is older than us, so that would put uh, him. That means he was golfing in the eighties. All right, that's fine. But um, yeah, I, I can't respect a a dad that doesn't protect his kids. Right. Any parent that don't protect their kids. Uh, so again, so my reason for feeling bad for a young Tiger Woods was probably that's probably his first time experience racism. You know, it was you know, I, I, experiencing racism never feels good. Right. And uh, to not be allowed into a place where you, I guess, know you belong, that's got to be crazy. But the older Tiger was, I don't feel shit for because even after experiencing that as a kid and having firsthand experience and knowledge of what it's like. I remember that Oprah episode. To be mistreated, huh? I remember that Oprah episode. What, with him? Yeah, where he said, I'm not black. Yeah, that was insane. What did he call himself, an Asian American? Asian American. Yeah. And, like, I, like... He never really uh, like identified with the culture, so like for him even he shouldn't even have said that in his acceptance speech or whatever. I mean he's a grown man, but it was no reason for him to even bring that up because if that's how you felt or you wanted to, and even watching the video, I ain't gonna lie, watching the video it felt very uh, it wasn't genuine. Like it felt like it was just he he added it in just to add it in. But knowing what he knew as a kid about racism and how black people were treated in certain uh, environments. And for him to still go on and to completely remove himself from black culture, right? I don't respect it, uh, which is why a lot with when that shit happened with him, with his wife, black people didn't fuck with him. They was like, All oh. right, so it's like a full circle moment mm-hmm. because this is the per- portion of my show that I had you on that you missed. Okay. When we were talking about reparations. Okay, okay. With that being said, I said that there should be a calculation based on the reparations that you should receive because if you as a half black person mm. don't acknowledge your blackness, you mm. would be entitled to reparations. I don't think you should receive full reparations. Right. You, that's, yeah, that's right. That's, you know who Tiger remind me of a lot? OJ. I'm not black, I'm OJ. OJ removed himself. Okay. From, <laughs> yep. And once you got in trouble, the world you reminded you back. that you was black. When Tiger Woods got in trouble, the world reminded him, you you just a nigga. You a nigga. You know what I mean? You ain't right. Asian American. Yeah. And um, you had a mugshot. You they locked your ass up. Uh, even when he got in this last accident, when he almost died. Yeah. Like if 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 that had been a white person, benefit of the doubt. Him, they were like, we're waiting for his blood alcohol level to come for back. His bl- <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. Like, well, I I can't give you that pause. Uh, <laughs> I felt that. That was the case because of the speed that he was doing okay. when he, when he, because basically, like, it was a bend and he just ran through the barrier. Oh. So, and then what he was driving, it was like, uh, it was kind of what he was driving, the speed he was at. Okay. That made them be like, uh. Okay. I, um, 
And I always like Tiger Woods. I always root for Tiger Woods because I, well, I like golf. So. I root for everybody, but yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't I don't feel for him. He don't really get any sympathy for me. Uh, and then what's what's crazy is I don't know if he got remarried. Did he get he got? I know he got another white girlfriend. And again, back to race. You could date whoever you want, but back to atmosphere. Right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure if Tiger was if Tiger was lived in Philly, he would probably drive to Oklahoma to, to go think to of, a bar. First of all, think <laughs> think about this: How old were you when you saw your first golf club in person? All right, well, I, I don't want to get nobody in trouble, but um, we always had golf clubs in our house. Uh, my uncles they were like into the street and. The same way you got a bat behind the door. Okay. It was a golf club behind all our doors. Like we were taught, like this is a weapon. Like okay. I didn't, I didn't know a golf club was okay. a golf club. I thought, the, but I thought how that old was were the beat nigga. Like how old were you? Probably three. When you saw your first first golf club, yeah. Okay. This one in the basement now. That's crazy. <laughs> When's the first time you ever swung a golf club? Oh, swung one. For sports, <sighs> not for an intruder. <laughs> but no, for sport. <laughs> but for sport. When's the first for time sport? For actual sport, for never. For actual sport. For actual sport, never. I still ain't making the top golf. For actual sport, never. In practice, without a golf, like just, eh, yeah, I've done that before. But actual sport or, like, no, I've there's never hit a golf footage, I've never hit a golf there's club. There's footage a, of Tiger Woods swinging a golf club for sport at four years old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So when you look at the women right. <laughs> that he dates, yeah. it's associated with the atmosphere. Yeah, it ain't no, it ain't no black girls there. Yeah. It ain't. It ain't. Um, damn. All right, so we're going to revisit something we talked about the last time you was here that I had completely uh, wrong. Um, no, we had completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you take the, that L by yourself. The Kiki Palmer situation, and even though everything still isn't out about it, um, we last talked, I, I said Darius is wrong. I was like, yeah, he got a complex. He's insecure. Da, 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 da. Um, come to find out, there's text messages that have been leaked in court or shown in court as uh, evidence against her. I mean, paragraphs about how uh, she was the aggressor. She was the one beating on him. Um, she was getting mad because he was trying to leave. Uh, I've, been, I've been there before. That's the bro. crazy part because I completely, I'm not going to lie, I turned my back on him. <laughs> I just knew, I just knew he was wrong and it is so insane because I didn't give him the benefit of a doubt at all. Bro. I immediately took her side. I mean, even when the mom came up that argument it it made sense. But yeah, uh, uh this joint is crazy. I can't read all of it obviously, but it this is like this on the iPhone. This is probably those are large. Like those, I mean, because you're looking at it. I'm on sorry a, for uh, hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> because you're looking at it from the screenshots. You're looking at it, but on the iPhone, it's. I mean, you can't see it, but it's like this right. <laughs> on the screen that he has. But if that were on your phone, it would be like this. Yeah, like this <laughs> is this is like pages. Um, but and. So in detail, she goes in to talk about how she was afraid to lose him, and because he wanted to leave, and she's sorry for hitting him, and um, she needs to pray on it, and she needs, she feels ashamed of how she behaved. But you know how that's going to play out in court. 
that he did something that he didn't do. Nope. First, how it's gonna play out? Postpartum depression. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> so he gonna take the. Uh, He's gonna have to take that L. Uh, Cause so uh, immediately now, like, when we first not saw, the, we saw not that, the, but not the downplay postpartum depression because it actually it does happen and yeah. uh, my daughter's know. mother. Uh, I only have one kid with her, but we've had to interact after she's had a kid afterward, and postpartum depression is a real thing. Absolutely, that's how it looks. But it it's does. weird because he has to accept it. Because I mean, you can only fix but so much. But also, he's not wrong in defending himself with that happening. He's not. Uh, so originally, we saw the the picture of him like over top of her swinging. So immediately, I was like, "Oh, piece of shit, you abused." You know what I mean? And um, I don't know now. I'm not, and I'm not excusing that behavior. Uh, yeah, but uh, so. Over top of somebody, I hate that it's different. I no, mean, no, no, over over the top was was fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm not condoning that by no means, but what we fell into realize is with that postpartum depression, because that's how it really looks to me. Yeah. Also, no, I mean, I, that shit can get very aggravating, mm-hmm. and you could get to a point where you had enough, mm-hmm. and that's the part that nobody talks about. Because also, um, although I'm not giving him this part, but I'll say with me and you, because I mean, not being funny or anything, but you had multiple baby moms, yeah. so I'm sure one of them had it. Uh, my ex-wife and then George's mom. Okay. Yeah. Nobody fucking explains that to us At coming all. up. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I until thought it was just. Happened. Oh, you? I thought you was just crazy. But I thought when I learned about postpartum depression, I learned about I think her name was it was something Yates. And it's the lady that drowned her five kids in a tub. Five? It was five kids. Fuck. But it was postpartum depression. But I thought it was a psychological thing. I didn't realize it's a hormonal change that women go through. And some women just handle it differently. But nobody fucking explained that to me. Um, Which goes back to... uh... I don't think I don't think that I don't even think that's a race thing. I just think they just don't like that's not taught in school. Like health class doesn't teach that at all. That's not taught to men. Okay. Uh, but also, <laughs> his career is over already. But what was his career? This, was he like an actor or something? He was an actor. But the crazy part is, where do you, this is where it's bad because. That happened. He wasn't completely right, but he wasn't completely wrong. But he can't. He can't recover from that. Right. Because yeah, if they use the postpartum thing, it's gonna look like he's insensitive. He's inconsiderate. Um, nobody's gonna talk about what we talking about. How we're not prepared for it. We don't know what it is. We can't recognize it. This With is this both being their said, first child. He still loses. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just. This is insane, man. Um, I don't. It's it's crazy, man. Because. I'm I'm just reading through the messages. Like it's these like I'll they're all with, over the place. I'll say with situations like this, I watch the Joe Button podcast. Mm-hmm. When it gets to this, you just gotta say peace and blessings. <laughs> 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 because I, nobody nobody wins in this situation. So but he's definitely losing in this situation. Yeah. Uh I hope 
um for the sake of the child like they it's like it works out um well for the both of them but um she has the money she's the celebrity she's the bigger celebrity they're also young yeah she's she what i don't know i don't even know if she's 30 yet is she 30 she might be Barely. all right uh the killer and the bee was what side side note mm-hmm. uh segue mm-hmm. when did you feel like you got to a point where you kind of understood how to be a parent how to be a not parent? you'll never be a perfect parent but how you understood how to be a parent all right so i'm still learning every day right um even now like with gabby this is Gabby, you said was your oldest, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Gabby's sixteen. Well, she okay. Was, Gabby's the third oldest. Okay. Um, today actually, because it's, it's always something new. So today was her first. She started her first job today. Right. That's new. That's a different um, right. approach. You got to handle. You know, you got to teach them. Now I got to teach banking. I got to teach other right. stuff. I got to your schedule, sleeping. Now I got to really focus on that. All right, but like, Gabby's sixteen. So when I say parenting, we talking further back than that. Okay. So we talking about like. At what point did you figure out, like, yo, I understand how to be a parent? Um, I would say how to be a parent. I would say when uh, I would say when Gabby was probably young, maybe like six or seven, maybe even eight. Cause so Gabby is seven or my- eight. My and then oldest, how old is your oldest? My oldest would have been, uh, she would have been hitting puberty. I would say, so when she started to hit puberty, and that's because I had to understand and differentiate between, like, emotions. Damn. Um, that's yeah, heavy. Yeah, because, like, it's e- when they small, it's easy. Like, how, how Jordan, right. I'm going to come down. That's, that's, that shit is easy. Right. But when they get that age, and, like, every, every day is really different because mood swings and, like, their bodies are changing, you got to handle them a little differently. Sometimes right. you gotta give them leeway on things you normally wouldn't, because they could just be having a fucked up day, and right. this is their first fucked up day. As well, we've had a hundred. You gotta give them grace. Also, uh, something that's in common with me and you is that we got daughters, <laughs> dog. I remember like, go ahead. Like, uh, first of all, also evolution. Mm-hmm. Black parenting is a little different because we also have residual effects of slavery okay. that uh, intermixes with what the you way we you parent. Mean? I say that uh, we have residual effects from slavery for the fact that uh, your grandparents, they would have been born in like probably what? like 38. My grandma was born in 38. Your grandmother was born in 38. My grandmother was born in 38. Hey. So, <laughs> I wish I had a clue bomb. <laughs> Boom. But the way my grandmother dealt with my father was different than the way my father dealt with. Well, the way my mother dealt with me. Right. So. Oh, okay. Because also, your grandmother, like my grandmother, dealt with a different form of racism. Mm-hmm. Very overt racism. Mm-hmm. But. They took their frustrations out on their kids disciplining them differently. Go outside and get a switch off the tree. Than the way we deal with our kids. I I um thank God I never uh I never well I never really got a beating in my life, honestly. I was the youngest. Listen, I got my ass beat. I also it, most of them but also But I witnessed whoopings like like also 
I didn't, as an adult, I don't have an issue with the whoopings that I got. Now, also, Marion Rockmore, if DHS is listening, I think y'all should have came and got me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I brought you in this world and I can take you out. That's first degree murder. Man, that's, that's 25 <laughs> no, life. But no, seriously, uh, but I mean, I, I would say that there were some whoopings that it was like, yo, you draw it a little bit. Right. But also, I know the level of anger that <laughs> I did to take I, them there. I think I got a, so, I think I got a, I think I, I don't want to say I got away with a lot, but I think it was a lot of shit I didn't get caught doing. Okay. Um, that I, and it's, I probably, you could, I'll say I was probably a sneaky, very, I was definitely a very sneaky teenager. I was a very bad in the middle kid. So really I'm going to say like seven to like 13. I was like a fucking, I was a problem. Mm. And honestly, I don't know because I've always been very stubborn. So I don't know where it clicked to just kind of change. But like, I was still like changed for my parents. I was okay. I was a bad liar. Mm. They would whoop my ass and I wouldn't care. You know what? Actually, I'll take that back. I know what changed. Their punishment changed. Okay. Because they no longer whoop my ass. They started to, uh, yo, aunt, write this essay. 300 words. I remember writing this 300 word essay. Giving it to my mom. She's like, that's some bullshit. Yo. Either you gonna finish that essay by next Friday, or you still gonna be on punishment. Damn. It was Wednesday when she threw that shit, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm just gonna be here until Friday because it ain't no way in the world I'm gonna be. But they just, they just knew to punish me differently. I think uh, I remember, like when I did get in trouble, I got in trouble for shit that wasn't my fault. Like um, I one time, um, and to this day. You know how like you go back and look at shit and you was like, if I had the knowledge I had now, I'd have told you about the stuff. Um, right. My grandmother, I had a great grandmother. God was so I love her to death. But I got in trouble because so it was me and my best friend Lewis. I was around the corner of his house, literally from here. Um, and his his mom, this is right. His mom had died, so his dad had a new girlfriend or whatever. Um, for whatever reason, his his dad started dating. Actually, like she was like the neighborhood crackhead, but whatever. So she he had moved her in the house, but she didn't have a key. So we were in the house, and I remember she was trying to get in, and he had locked the door. I don't know why. So, like, it's not my house. So I'm standing there with him. I don't know what to do. I'm, like, 11 years old. And he uh, he went and opened the door. And then when he finally opened the door, I remember she, like, she didn't say nothing to him. She jumped in my face, da, da, da. And I was, like, and in my mind, because I'm looking at her, like, the whole time. I'm, like, you know who my uncles is. You know when I go tell my uncles. <laughs> They're going to fuck you up. <laughs> So I came back home. I didn't say anything to nobody because I was like, I don't really, I ain't no point in me saying that. And I don't want no, like, I know what's going to happen. She came here and she told my grandma that I locked the doors and that. And I'm like, I didn't. And my grandma, <laughs> you going on punishment, this, this, and that. Right. And the whole time I'm sitting there like, you don't know what this lady did, but you defending her. And I remember I was so upset. So when I saw my uncle, I got, so I got my lick back. So when I right. saw my uncles, I told my uncles what happened. And then they eventually told my grandma. My uncle was running and beat the shit out there. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> my uncle, my uncle's was crazy. One thing about my uncles, um, like we had so because obviously I didn't have my dad around. He wasn't in the house. Right. My uncles, they would always protect us. 
if anybody fucked with his mom, because they sold drugs and stuff back in the day. So, and I can sell it now because, like, you know, whatever. Um, they but are, they are law abiding citizens you, now. You also got different uncles. Yeah. But if somebody fucked with us, they took care of it. And I remember, I told, I told my uncle, uh, I ain't going to say which uncle, just in case. Uh, but my, I went and told her, I said, hey, aunt, you know, she did this. She got on my face. She was pointing me this, this, and that. And Damn, you know what? I he went around it with my be... other uncle. Wait, how many more topics you got? This is actually the last topic. All right. I think this is a good topic. Right, we're going to run with it. Different, different uncles. Because you got different uncles. I got, I got five. five. All right. Yeah. So I got, so I got uncle, oh, rest in peace, uncle Dave. Okay. <laughs> Uncle David was the one that he was the cool uncle. Okay. So he was the uncle that would tell me about, yo, how them girls, how them girls treating you, nephew. <laughs> Mind you, I'm seven years old. I don't even compl- I don't right. know shit about girls. Right. But you had that uncle. You had Uncle Elliot. Okay. Uncle Elliot, ah, that's my guy. Okay. <laughs> I love him to death. Uncle Elliot taught me the things about the streets that my dad didn't and wouldn't. Okay. But it taught me survival on a level that I wouldn't have known. Okay. You got different uncles. Yeah. But uncles really, they are like his second dads mm-hmm. in a in a weird, random way. Because we got Uncle Timmy. Uncle Timmy taught me a lot about cars. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Timmy, I, uh, he drove a 16-wheeler. So I learned how to, Shit. I learned how to change oil. My dad was the one that taught me how to change brakes okay. and how to change, like do most of the stuff on cars. But I would see Uncle Timmy work on his sixteen wheeler, and I would mimic what I saw. You got different uncles. Mm. Uncles really teach you just as much as your dad do. Uh, I mean, I won't like no disrespect, not even trying to be funny, but like even as me having my dad, my uncles were just as important as my dad was. Right. And I honestly didn't realize it until you went into that story. <laughs> my in my case, my uncles were uh I mean they were they were my uncle Mike specifically was actually he was I we used to refer to him at two as my dad growing up. You know what I mean? Okay. Because he was the one I mean, he was the one um that would check me. He was the one that would be there for me. He was the one that when I had good grades on my port card would give me money. He was the one uh every Christmas bringing me get like That's the he, that's a that's an important uncle too. Yeah. Um, and he was the one, he was, he, they all would fight for me, but I mean, he was like, he was the one that either if I was, if, if I was in trouble, he could gauge if it was enough trouble for me to be on punishment, like, or he would step in and be like, he would tell my grandma, I'm like, come on, like, right, he's right. being a boy. He's just being a boy. Right. So, um, like, I, I'm, I mean, I'm thankful for my, my uncle Clyde. He was growing up. He was the one I, I love my uncle Clyde now. I, when I was young, obviously you love your family. When I was young, I thought you know what? was crazy. Let me get a shot real quick because I'm about to. T- I'm about, we talk about uncles because yeah. uh, I got another uncle that I'm gonna bring up. No, talk about Uncle Clyde first. My uncle Clyde. So my uncle Clyde was really well, growing up. Uh, my uncle Clyde was in the Marines. So full disclosure, he was in the Marines for like eight years. Mm. So he's very militant. Uh, a little bit to this day, and I tell my kids all the time. I tell all the little kids in the family, y'all lucky as shit. Y'all don't got to deal with Uncle Clyde 15, 20 years ago. Because I Uncle remember Clyde he came probably to... got PTSD. No, so maybe. I don't know. No, he was a Marine. I could tell you he got PTSD. Okay. <laughs> so I remember he would come here, like, because this is the house I grew up in. So I had the basement. He came in the basement. He came to see me. I had, like, I think, like, my bed. I never made my bed up, but I had, like, some dirty socks on the floor, and he, like, he went off, but not yelling. He just was like lecturing me. You gotta keep your room clean. Da, 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 da. Like, 
he like and at the time I was like uh, like you really drawn right now I just work overnight at McDonald's like in my mind like, <laughs> like what are you talking right, about right. but as an adult and now when I be fussing at my kids I understand where it was it was coming from so a good was that place. the uncle that tried to provide you with structure right he was okay. very much All like right. be on time okay um stick to your word be clean uh represent us well all right. My uncle Ronnie, my uncle Ronnie, my uncle Jeff, and my uncle Mike. Those are the three that were in the streets. Mostly my uncle Ronnie and my uncle Jeff. So my uncle Ronnie, uh, he was just joking. Those names, those names are made. <laughs> those names are made. Up. And in the streets, I mean, uh, working for the city of Philadelphia, in a sense. Uh, but yeah, my uncle Ronnie, and now they all like they all are different versions of themselves. It's so it's cool. It's cool as shit to see them in like. They're 50 in their 60s now, whatever, right. reformed, and they so reserved. But Michael Ronnie was very much, he was he was technically the baby because his younger brother died when he was like six months. Okay. That's, I'm actually named after my uncle. My uncle Scotty. Oh, shit, that's fire. I'm named, so my middle name is Delano. I'm named that. His name is Scotty Delano. I was named after him. Oh, that's fire. I, obviously, no disrespect to my parents or him or his or my grandma. I wouldn't want to name a baby after another baby that died as a baby. I mean, I got my middle name by a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I will, f- jokingly, but seriously, but I would feel like that's a bad, like, omen. But I, I made I, it. I'm I here. I don't think that's a bad omen. I think you're just looking at it wrong. Maybe so. But I'm here. Um, but my Uncle Ronnie, so my Uncle Ronnie, he was very much like the younger, like, he was like hot-headed. He was the one that was always in trouble, fighting and stuff like that, always drinking. They all drunk, but he was the one. Um, But he was still always, like, he would be the one uncle that would always be willing to buy me shit. Yeah, if- this, is, this is a fire topic. I didn't realize, like, how fundamental uncles are. Bro, they, they Yo, are all right, all right, all right. So let me but, let me tell you one of my favorite uncles. And I had not seen him in years. But Uncle Spud. Uncle okay. Spud is one of my favorite uncles. Uncle Spud is a, a career war veteran. Um, they call them paratroopers in the Army. Those are the people that uh, they jump out of... They jump out of uh, airplanes. <laughs> the fuck? They jump out of airplanes in the combat zones. He was trained to do that. Okay. And um, I would, I've never talked to him since I went to the army and came out. But Uncle Spud, like, he was the drunk uncle. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uncle Spud would be completely wasted. We would find him places. And he'd come in there, and he used to have, like, this weird, like, mumble thing that he would do. Okay. And um, we haven't seen him since he stopped drinking, but Uncle Uncle Spud was so fun when he was drunk. I remember being a kid, and, like, I did something stupid. And he was like, Anthony, Anthony, stop playing. And I was like, man, shut up, Uncle Spud. He said, what you say? He said, give me a hand. My dumb ass. I'm like, what? He hit something in here, and it hit a pressure point. I don't know why he hit me right here and my nuts hurt. <laughs> but that was Uncle Spud. I remember the last time I saw him, I just randomly like was driving there on Erie Ave and he was just there. And I was like, so Uncle Spud and like all his siblings, they all just look alike. So I thought it was my one uncle that I knew absolutely would not be there. And I was like, what the fuck is going on yo so i go over and i was like oh that's uncle spud and i was like uncle spud and he like grabbed me and like brought me in and he has like mike tyson fist so he was like 
school. And here, and I was like, oh, Spud. Like, it's last, me. Last, last, it's last me. Thing, that's the last thing I got. <laughs> but we rode around, and it was crazy because on that night, I tried to drop him off at my cousin's house, uh, well, my grandmother's house, then on 29th and Allegheny. They was like, nah, nigga, you stuck with him. You tried that shit. <laughs> you stuck with Uncle Spud for the night. I was Damn. like, Damn, y'all not. My eye was like, I love you, nephew, but nope. <laughs> so I kept driving, and it was crazy because he took me around like four or five different neighborhoods. Really? With, and I'm just meeting cousins that I just didn't know I had. Mm. He took me to this one aunt's house on a boulevard, and she was like, Wait, who's that? He's like, Oh, this Louise's grandson. And she was like, Oh, wow, this, that, and that. And I'm like, Mind you, I could never go back and identify that house again. Right. <laughs> he took me down. He said he wanted to go down nicely. And I'm like, I don't, it's getting a little crazy. He said, you good. He takes me down here. We pull up on this one block. It's right off of Wing of Hocking. And he gets out. And I'm like, <laughs> I get out the car. I said, I'm Uncle Spud's nephew. They was like, oh, all right, so you are a little cousin. What's your name? And yo, who is who is folks? He told me he was like, oh, all right, that's how I look. They dead me up, mind you. I don't remember which block this is. Right. Then we go from Wingahawken to Mount Airy. (laughs) That's a big gap. Yeah, bro. That's like thirty minutes. We go up there, and I drop him off. They was like, no, no, you tried it. Get him back in the car and take him home. And I take Uncle Spud home, which it was only right around the corner. But Uncle Spud, man, if you see this, I miss you. (laughs) But you got but you got different types of uncles. And Uh, I think uncles are just as fundamental to our upbringing as our dads, because also our uncles can tell us things about ourselves that our dads, we would be defensive against it. Right. So the good thing about my uncles, especially like, so my uncle Mike and my dad were actually growing up, um, they were like best friends. Him, my dad, and another okay. guy named Willie, they all were really good at martial arts. Like, it's insane. Like, the when I see like pictures and play, like my dad was like really bull in martial arts. He's like, he's in the um, African Martial Arts Hall of Fame and everything. Like, he was dude. Um, and so was my uncle and the other guy. But, so I think that made it easier for so them. So you to, said your dad was born in it. My dad, my dad and my uncle, but my dad was better than my uncle. I didn't know that your dad was Reggie Clark Jones. But he wasn't. He wasn't. I'm he, fucking uh, with he, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my dad was really um. Uh, uh, actually, I got it in story. I need to come hang it up in here. Actually, uh, he got a big plaque. He got put in the Hall of Fame. It's like a big. That shit is oh, like. Shit. That shit is probably bigger than that little Christmas thing that's that's a, right there. That's a big deal. Um, I know. I, I mean, my. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean that's but, the deal. I mean, there, I still yeah. need to hang it up. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that's he was dope. Dead. And I've run into people. So, uh, two of my closest friends I grew up with, Pookie and Dre, they live around the corner. Come to find out, their dad and my dad were in martial arts together. One second, can I s- go, go. just say what do you this? Think? Um, I think we need to rent. <laughs> we need to name this episode "Randomizing." Yeah, we yeah. just started. Yeah, we. we but we, I we like just, where we going. We just, I like yeah, where we, we just, going. We just segueing. So. Uh, come to find out one day, like I was, I was, my uncle Clyde lives across the street from my right. friend Pookie and he saw him come out. He was like, is his dad named Richard? I'm like, yeah. He like, yo, his dad, we all used to run together and his dad and your dad were like this growing up. And I was like, that's fucking nuts because now me and him and his kids are, yo, that's wild. That's crazy. I called my dad and when Mr. Rich pulled up, I told him, I was like, yo, 
Um, and immediately, like when he saw me, like he we, he always seen me as a kid. But when I told him, I was like, "Yo, you know my dad, Ron." He and he looked at me. He was like, "Oh my god, how did I not catch this?" Because like I look just like my dad, and his kids look just like him. I have a similar story. Go you ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, when I was uh in high school, I went to Island. Mm -hmm. So, as a senior, they had this program called the Navy Depot. Okay. So I went. And um, honestly, I should kind of look back and see if I still got it. But I won student of the year. Okay. And I won. So when I won student of the year, first of all, I didn't even know I was nominated. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, they started reading this speech and they was like, this speech comes from his supervisor. So they reading it. I was like, that's my supervisor. But I'm the only one over here that got that supervisor. Who does the award for? Right. Dumbass. <laughs> hey, yo. So, look, they was like, anything to rock more? I was like, oh, shit. Oh, it's <laughs> another one here? <laughs> yo, I was like, that's me. <laughs> so, I get up there. I accept the award. So, all the odds were on me at that point. Okay. And they must have told my parents, too. because Your parents was there? Yeah, they both was there. And, um, um not the throw shade, but they didn't normally throw up the things. <laughs> But uh, one of my greats, but, but uh, um, my pop. <laughs> yeah, but I go outside and everybody's like congratulating me. You won student of the year. Also, if Alani wants to have a class reunion for the year of two thousand five, I still think I'm the most accomplished. But <laughs> but hey, uh, what Drake said might might make everybody go through security <laughs> man, just man. because. <laughs> But no, uh, honestly, it it felt great, and then people was talking to me. So then uh, I had one friend; she has been my friend since third grade. Jamila. Okay. So Jamila was like, "Hey, Aunt, come here real quick." So I go over. She was like, "Hey, Aunt, this is my friend. I mean, not my friend. This is my mom, Wendy. This is my dad, George." Okay. So I was like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" She was like, "Yo, Aunt, been my friend since third grade." And that's dope that we started out being friends in third grade and we graduated high school together. That shit is so fucking rare. And actually, like, I mean, we don't talk all the time, but we talked about two weeks ago. Okay. And she hit me up on a random and I was like, damn, I mean, we should talk more than we do. But honestly, is no love lost whenever we talk. Okay. But this would fuck my head up. So her mom was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Wendy, but... What's your dad's name? I was like, Anthony? Her mom and my dad graduated high school together. What? That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That's a small world. What high school your dad went to? Uni. Okay. okay. He went to University City. That's wild uh, to like, it's uh, sometimes, it's, I, I mean, well, the story could have, I thought you was going to say something like, like, your dad was my high school sweetheart or something like that. Like that would have, that would have been uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> wait, what you mean? Which wait, what what you say? <laughs> I'm just. I said it would have been uncomfortable. Oh no, said, it would have been uncomfortable. Yeah, but you paused. And <laughs> oh, you thought I, I was saying that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. I thought you was like nothing. Oh, you're but, um, wild boy. Hey, man. No, that would have been uncomfortable, but no, that's decent. Uh, how, like, you know, again, like, someone, like, 
seeing you and I'm automatically like registering like, oh shit, you look yeah. like somebody. Yeah. That's got to be your dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, like uncles, man, uh, my uncle Clyde, he was always like the strip one. Then my uncle Jeff, so uh, my uncle Jeff is the one that named Gabrielle. Yeah. I got the name really? from him. He was in prison. So um, we was right. We used to write when he went to jail. My dumb ass. I didn't think about the fact that Gabby is for Gabrielle. <laughs> I, I think I think we got the ribs. I think no. yeah, this, I think we gotta we gotta chill out. <laughs> All right. So so um he was in he got locked up or whatever and um before he went in he was you know he was wild he was drinking all the time he was you know smoking weed you know just doing shit acting like he was young. He went to jail. He just my uncle then went to jail for a sucker punch. He somebody in the bar called him the N word and he punched him. He went to jail for five years. So over that course of time, while he was in prison, I was writing him letters. We would write back and forth. And one day I came here, um, and just so happened he was on the phone with my mom and my grandma. I got on the phone like, hey, aunt, my daughter, she's about to be born. You won't got a name. You got a name for me? He like, Gabrielle. And like the minute he what said it. What name say Gabrielle? Did he know. ever mean it? All right. All right. I'm not going to lie to you. What? I think we need to choke out. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we ran. Uh, this is a dope episode, but we rambling, and I know they not gonna want to hear our two hours worth of talk. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be there for them, but um, I'll be getting ready to wrap up. But uh, uh I'm gonna I'll finish the story about about her. I got the no, name. no, 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 because this is a fire story. <laughs> this I I I fuck it. Um, so I got I was on the phone with him, and I you know hey I need a name, and he gave it to Gabrielle. I don't know where it came from. Um, I won't know where it came from because unfortunately he ended up, he passed a couple years ago, like four or five years ago. Damn, so you never um, asked him. Never asked him. I just, when he said it, like I knew it, like I, when I heard it, I was like, that's the name. But you know who Gabriel is? Union? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? You mean like of the Bible? Yeah. Gabriel? Gabriel. Gabriel. Okay, I know yeah, Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. yeah, I meant Gabriel. Right. Well, yeah. But you know Gabriel. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that. But I'm not, I, I didn't but know it was a, not a Gabriel. Uh, I, mean, I guess it's the same. I, I mean, it's an enunciation. That's a little okay. Bit. But do you not know why that that's heavy? Why? Why is it heavy? That's an archangel. Yeah. Oh shit! You really didn't know. But oh, I'll that's, tell you. I'll yeah. tell you. Like I'm not completely where I should be with my Bible, but okay. That's one of God's closest people. Really? Yes. I believe Gabriel was Gabriel was the one that came to tell Mary. When, well, no, tell the wise men that Jesus was here. Yo. All right, so next up, Gabby <laughs> in trouble. I got to leave with that. Like, don't you know you got a higher calling? I believe it. <laughs> I believe it was because it's I'm three archangels, but I believe that was the one that told them that Jesus is here. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up because I'm right. not, I, I, like, I'm not where I need to be. But at. no, honestly, let's close this out because I know we got to have a a. I talk after this. <laughs> and honestly, I just want to say this. I know at a certain part, we started to ramble. I kind of like the ramble. I, 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 I kind of, I, 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 I like the, just I like, I like the ramble, but also, uh, I appreciate the fact that you accepted to be one of my co-hosts and I'm going to be here once a month. And, this was a dope episode. I love it because it's a different atmosphere than what I have on my podcast. And honestly, 
I think it's the second greatest podcast in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the idea will be um we talked about my plan with Ant is to kind of have him on every tenth episode. Uh, I'm like literally, I actually, I, I mean, doing episodes by myself is cool, but I've I, over the last couple of weeks because my last, literally, my last three recordings have been with guests. Him, then I had Kayla and Talisa last week, and the week before I had Aaron. Uh, I feel like the dynamic is different because uh, it's you know after a while talking to yourself is kind of boring. Um, but um, regardless of what I'm talking about, but yeah, we agree he's gonna come on. He's gonna be my guest for every tenth episode or whenever he's available. Um, but it'll be that it'll probably be every tenth episode, I think. Uh, but yeah, normally the like having people on, especially when Ant, like Ant always, as y'all seen, he brings a different perspective to the episode, whatever it is that I'm talking about. Normally, whatever it is, wherever I'm at, he's on the opposite, which is good. <laughs> it's actually really yeah, is good. Yeah, um, it works. Because it opens up my eyes to something else, you know what I mean, which is really what I want. I don't I don't want anybody to agree with me. So um, it's good to have people with different opinions and different mindsets and everything. Uh, and the same thing on his podcast. Like, his podcast is very different from mine. Like, mine's general minds. I'm focusing on, like, mental health, men, things that men go through, um, and you know, just bringing awareness to that. And is he kind of when y'all see Ron on my podcast, I'm on all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah he'd be like, My man got a bandana on, he's, <laughs> he's like coming for smoke. Uh, but it's a really good show. Um, and it's, I told you, Ants is live, so which is something that I, I don't like. I had Talisa, so me and Talisa was talking, she's been like encouraging me to do like a live, actual live show. Like set it up, like do it from a place. I mean, um, if you want to do that, I'm down. Yeah, like I, I, it's it's an idea. I, I feel like I feel like that's pressure. I feel like that's a lot of pressure. I mean, no, no, no. If you want to do that, like you need me to help. Well, we'll talk about that off camera. (laughs) But um, I mean, we'll get to it. But yeah, so uh, definitely look out for Ant's podcast, the Ant Money Experience. It's a really dope ass fucking podcast on the big exclusive network every Thursday at 7 p.m. You doing episode this week, or you took off? up in the air right. <laughs> um but yeah check it out uh the, his link is on my link tree it's on my page it's on my ig uh i'll post it i'll post the link to it on this episode here once i post it but um but yeah it was a, it was a really good talk today yeah i appreciate you having me here <laughs> honestly oh. like i think that people overlook the fact that people ask you to come out because they like you. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm just appreciative that people like my appearance. Right. And the, the feedback, as 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 much as I hate, I don't want to say hate to say it, but so I notice uh, the feedback when I have people on, that, like people are always asking a lot of questions. Um, like there's always like follow up. Well, I wanted you to ask them this or ask them that, which is always good because that means people are obviously right. watching, but um, they enjoy the episodes with you. I appreciate um, that. But yeah, man, so... Until next time, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. Um, I plugged your podcast. Yeah, I don't got to plug anything else. You plugged my podcast. (laughs) I appreciate Um, that. And until next time, y'all, peace.